Okay, so good evening. Good evening. Um, this is Ordinary People, Extraordinary God, <laughs> Conversations for the Soul with Janelle LaRue and Friends. And tonight I'm actually with my line sister, Ooh. who I love. You hear her in the background. Um, Jessica Q. Ross White of the Philadelphia Whites. But as many of you know, this podcast is about asking people about their experiences with God when they knew God was real. Mm-hmm. And right now we are sitting in the hospital. Yeah. yeah. So no better time than any. And hubby is walking in right now oh, yeah. um, than to ask Jessica. When did you know God was real? Oh, man. Hey, Rich. (laughs) Officially, God was real when I was about six years old. And, uh, well, and I think I was about seven officially. And I had Mm -hmm. my first solo in church. And when I say God gripped my little butt up, really? And I was singing Tomorrow by the Wine. I was like, what? And, I mean, I feel like I knew not only that. I wanted to sing, or I had a heart for God in that mm-hmm. in that mode of life. But I feel like it was a peace that came over me, and God like kind of just took control of my little butt, and I ministered at seven. And I at was seven, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was serious. I tore the church up that day. That's crazy. <laughs> and I, and I didn't necessarily tear the church up like that for a while after that. But it was something in that moment that I remember that was so significant about like. Oh God is real. Like He's mm. He is right here in my life. So whatever it was that ministered to me within that song, I felt His like whole presence, like mm. right now. So, wow. Yeah, it's crazy, right? Yeah, it is. And you said at seven. Seven. Mm-hmm. I don't think that God has a, you know, He there's no age bracket. There's no limits on God. You know, He's omnipresent. He is. Um, he is everywhere, and I don't think he's judging. He can speak through my beautiful little teddy bear that my boo-boo gave me today. <laughs> or, you know, or speak through, you know, a two-year-old or then speak through that 96-year-old like my grandmother. So I don't think that he has to be boxed into a shell or anything like that. I think he's going to release himself into whoever or however he wants when he sees fit for it to be, especially if you're open vessel at the time. I think I was very open in that moment. It was very vulnerable, that type of childlike faith that we all as adults like lose. Like, you know, it was it was a level of I allowed him to just take over and he was able to show himself through me and to me. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. At seven. Seven. In but church. Literally. Yeah. Uh um Historic Consolation Baptist Church off of 25th and Wharton. Mm. Um, my uncle was the bishop of the church. May he rest in peace. Um, we just lost him like almost two years ago now, which is crazy. I remember that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, really iconic church that kind of started off of 24th and Wharton, but we were able to, 24th and like Federal and Bucknell Streets around that area in South Philly. And then we were able to transition to this big old, old like, supermarket and, like, build and be, have a big church off of 25th and Wharton. And that's kind of where my first solo was in that sanctuary. And like I said, tomorrow stirred me up. But, you know, but, you know the wine is. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Dang, so, what would you do? Don't answer this. What were you doing singing tomorrow at seven? So, but we know. Who- <laughs> See, and, and, but no, but and that's the thing. Like you gotta. Um, Hi, hey, how are hello. you? Hello. 
Um, and so at, at seven, um, you know, you're in the children's choir or whatever like that. You know, everybody knows that this little person got a little bit of talent, so you give her the solo or whatever like that. And I mm-hmm. uh, had a, um, a, a moment in that time where I was, like, nervous as I don't know what, but I do remember, like, kind of overcoming the level of fear that I had. And like I said, after I started singing, it was just like, oh, this is, like, truly, you know, who God is. And so, like I said, it it even kind of like convicted me a little bit, but at like seven, it's just like you have to choose today. Like the the understanding that you know God is not, He's either hot or cold. There's no lukewarm within the relationship, and understanding that, and it it has some in depth meaning to me at seven, and even even singing it now or actually reflecting on the lyrics um, today as an adult, as you said, like seven, you know, you know, you knew what that song meant. But babies out here know what music means, you know. It, it touches mm-hmm. them in ways that, you know, you just sometimes you don't even realize how it touches or how it affects until it actually takes place. Thank you. <laughs> we catching everything. Everything. This is real raw. Right? So, so, so someone was nice enough to come in and chase the trash can. That's what everybody was hearing just oh my now. <laughs> but, so... Who is he to you now? Now I'm deviating from the question. Ooh, so, no, who is he to me now? He is my all in all. He is my strength. He is my provider. He is who I seek first in a lot of decisions that I make. He is the forefront of my life as um, I try to make sure, you know, of course, sometimes, you know, you end up... Uh, Sometimes you end up kind of faltering that, but, you know, you try to keep him at the forefront of everything that you do, say. Um, but he is my all in all. I mean, in the sheer fact of that little phrase, he is my yeah. all in all. If it wasn't for him, I don't believe that I would have the right mindset. I would be able to stand here today or sit, you know, as I'm sitting right now. Mm-hmm. Um, sit here today and be who I am today without him. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, he, he's a dope he's a dope essence right he's a dope being um, and when we really like tap into who he is and realize the power and the level that he can manifest and move in your life it's just like why would you steer away from this like why mm-hmm. would you act like he doesn't even exist like sometimes I say to myself like if you don't know who Jesus is you don't know who God is like how, how you don't know? Like how don't, how don't you, you know? How don't you know? <laughs> like, do you not know that you could not crack those eyes open without him? Do yeah. you not know that you could not like lift yourself up without him if he didn't snap and say, it is so today? Mm. And the fact that um, as an adult, like we kind of lose that. Like I said, like we think this is our control. Like We control all this. And I don't believe that. Like I believe that it ain't by happenstance that I got up. You know, yeah. because he chose to to snap, yeah, and, and allow me to do it and and make it better, or or you know change some things in the world the next day, or be a better light in this world the next day. And I don't I don't take that for granted at all. So if you were to meet somebody that was questioning, um, just their own faith, mm-hmm. what would you say to them? I would, hmm, I would say that. Try God. 
And what I mean by try God is ask him. Be very clear and, and, and very transparent about what you want to see for you or what you want for him to do in order for him to show himself strong in mm. your life. And I believe when we not necessarily challenge God, but when we make our requests known to God, that he ultimately will like show and prove who he actually is. Yeah. And when you really seek that and like just believe it and leave it there, oh, he's going to show you and it's going to humble you and you'll be like, oh, okay. Oh, well, I got you. Oh, 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 cool, 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 cool. Oh, you got, I see you, I see you got. Right. Um, but I, I do wholeheartedly believe that because even in a lot of different journeys that I've had, and, you know, I, like I said, I don't take it lightly to say that I can, that I stay in here today and I am who I am because of him, but there could have been so many different routes or certain different um, journeys or other forks in the road that I could have taken place that could have taken place in my life or that I could have taken honestly and I believe that God has such a control over my life and not a control as in because we have choice right we have that freedom and that will but God has such a control over who I am and who I need to be in this in this world that he kind of made sure that I you know, I faltered a little bit, but he made sure that he steered me and yeah. kind of, and but only because I made sure that I stayed conscious and true to the foundation of who I am mm-hmm. and, 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 and conscious and true to the foundation of the fact that I need God to shepherd this house to an extent. Mm. You know, like, you guide and direct this thing. And so if, if I keep it there and, like, really tell him to show and prove, because God likes to show off. Yeah, he does. I mean, he ain't boastful or nothing like that, but he want to show you who That's he is. Sad. So if you ask, he be showing out. He showing out. He most definitely <laughs> he be like, show out. On. But if we so, but and you know, and we think that we're not supposed to ask God for certain things, and it could be the smallest thing to just kind of show me who you are. It don't have to be nothing fantastical. It's just yeah. that little thing that you're just saying. Like I just need to know that you really exist, that you really are real. Yeah, um, and it could be just a little piercing touching your heart and you're just like I never felt this in my being ever yeah and okay 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 yeah. you are you you right? got me thinking about it mm-hmm. like I I think about times when um I was working at Gwyneth Mercy okay <laughs> but there would be times where I did not know I wasn't making a whole lot of money mm-hmm. I mean that's probably a lot of people's reality you know when they first start working but at the time you know I was just trying to juggle a lot financially Mm -hmm. and helping to take care of my family too Mm -hmm. and there were some times where I didn't eat Mm -hmm. or I didn't know if I was going to eat it wasn't that there was no food Mm -hmm. there might not have been enough yeah I got you so I would get home Mm -hmm. and food might be gone because we were kids had to eat and so I got to figure out what I'm going to do and sometimes I would be making decisions between do I put gas in my car to get to work yeah or do I go out to the club or do I Mm -hmm. you know go pay for the movies or whatever like that so I'm making these decisions Mm -hmm. like okay what's the priority all right well I may not be able to eat lunch tomorrow, but I got to make sure I get to work to that yeah, office. Yeah. But every time that stuff would happen, I would always have what I needed. See what I'm saying? And it's something small. Something real small. Just small like lunch. Something just small. lunch. Like- Breakfast. There's a woman, Pat Smith. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If she hears this, she knows exactly what I'm talking about. Miss <laughs> Pat used to 
I, I don't know if it was the leading of the spirit. Mm-hmm. I'm quite sure it was. Mm-hmm. But she was just generous. Mm-hmm. And randomly, mm-hmm. she would give me these little um, lunch cards. Okay. That they, I could yeah, use like, at the cafeteria. Yeah, like flex dollars and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Just random. Just random, though. But, but it you was see, at but the you time see, I needed it. And you it. needed it. And right in that moment when you needed it. And she like, ain't know. You know, it, it, or, or, you know it, and those listening, you know, is, is those moments where you're just like, I legitimately only have $100 for the next three weeks. Not the next two weeks. Mm-hmm. I legitimately only have $100. Pico still got to get paid. The mortgage still got to get paid. Right. This got to get paid. And for some way, some reason, everything is fine. Or the mortgage didn't come out like it was supposed to come out until the other money hit. Like, we take those little things right. for granted. But God has shown how he supplemented, how he supplied in that moment, you understand what I'm saying, and right. we don't think about it, and so I, in my own, you know, walk, try to be very conscious about that kind of stuff now, and just thanking him for those small moments, and that's why I was saying in the beginning, like it doesn't have to be something spectacular. Yeah. It's just those, like, and like I said, we kind of take that thing for granted. Like I didn't necessarily have to put an apple in my mouth today, but thank you. Yeah, yeah. Be, you, you see what I'm saying, right. or. I didn't necessarily have to give um, $10 to a homeless person today, but you know what? Thank you. I know I didn't even have this $10 to give to this person, but I know that this is going to be given back to me sevenfold. And it might not be right now, but when I need it, right. when it is essential to my being, when I'm ready yeah. for it, mm-hmm. to receive it. You know? And it shows up as much more, oh, Oh. It always shows up as much more. We can go into this like, forever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's a dope dude. I keep trying to tell y'all, he's like dope. Like, yeah. I, you know, even thinking about like growing up and the rough times that like my family and I had in the core of us as women, just sticking together and like being displaced several different times for whatever reasons mm-hmm. it was, and not knowing where we were going to lay our heads and not knowing how we were going to eat. But the freezer was always full. Yeah. Or we did have that roof over our head. We might have had to put it the house back together again. You know, we had Humpty Dumpty fell apart, but we did have to right. put them back together again. But we had a home. Mm-hmm. And so the fact that God provided in the in our need, you know, and, and, and we were able to move in a level of faith to just automatically activated and like know mm. that God was going to do it. Like right. so it, it's kind of like, you know, all right Lord, this is what I want, but you got to know. You know, and that's one thing I would say to like uh, a young person who doesn't really know or an older person who just like, what is this thing like? You got to like know that it's going to be done and it might not be done in your time, but that it's going to be done and when it is done, you're going to be like, "What?" Again, you showing off. Thank you for yeah. showing off on me, though. Like, yeah. yes, <laughs> like me, because I'm so undeserving. Excuse me, I'm so like undeserving of it. Even thinking about that, like, I'm so fallible, and He mm. continues to bless, to bless, to give me grace, to give me favor, to give me mercy, to give me His love. Yeah. Little right. old May, little old May, like you know, <laughs> like thank you for thinking enough about little old me to pour that kind of favor on me. You know, like yeah, you know, I'm sitting up here in the bang right now, hospital, hospital in the bang, hospital, 
hospital. And I'm like, I don't know why I'm in here, you know, but something is coming out of this, you know, and yeah. I got to believe that. I feel like crap, but something is coming out of this. And that's that kind of faith. Like, all right, Lord, activate, you know, activate. And when I automatically know or expect. 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 Yeah, that's that word. For me to come out on the other side. On mm-hmm. the winning side. Mm-hmm. Let's be clear about that. On the winning side, you know, expect God to show you who he is. And he most definitely will. I'm going to stop right hey, there. Hey, we're gonna, we're that's gonna. a period. That's yeah. a mic drop. <laughs> Boop. Y'all ain't, y'all, ain't, y'all ain't hear it? No. Okay. Do we do a... Um, What's that? A rap air horn? Oh, 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 oh. Helper Jesus, helper. But Jess, I want to thank you for, thank for you all for of that. Me. This was so exciting. Yeah, I'm so excited. I'm glad. But, I'm glad. No, I, I, I like to, you know, sit and chat with you. You know, you're a special spirit to me. You already know that. Same to you, boo boo. Love you, babe. We I just don't love each other because we like this is like this is sincere love. We actually like each other. Actually like each other. Really like it's each other. It's a beautiful other. thing. That's important. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so I thank you so much for tuning thank in. Thank you for having me. Yes, thanks yes. for listening, guys. She's waving. <laughs> um, it's not a video. <laughs> Such a weirdo. Such a weirdo. <laughs> She's just going to put me out there on Front oh Street there. Oh, gosh. But thank you all for listening in. Again, this is Ordinary People, Extraordinary God, Conversations for the Soul. Peace out, y'all. And today it was with Jessica Q. Ross White of the Philadelphia Whites. This one. <laughs> Have a blessed evening. <laughs>